Section 8 of Apology by Tertullian, translated by Charles Dodgson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by David Ronald. If these things be so, that those are proved to be enemies, who were wont to be called Romans, why are we, who are but thought to be enemies, denied to be Romans? May we not both be Romans and not be enemies, when those are found to be enemies, who are counted Romans? The piety then, and religious reverence, and faith due to the emperors, standeth not in such services as these, which even enmity may more zealously perform as a cloak for itself, but in that moral course of life by which a kindly feeling must needs be as truly shewn towards the emperor as towards all mankind. For these works of good will are not due from us to emperors alone. In doing good to others we make no exception of persons, for we do it at the same time to ourselves, seeking our measure of praise or reward, not from man, but from God, who requireth and recompenseth an impartial charity. We are the same to the emperors that we are to our neighbors, for we are equally forbidden with respect to every one to wish ill, to do ill, to speak ill, to think ill. That which we may not do to an emperor, neither may we do to any man. That which we may do to no man, the less, perhaps, may we to him who, through God, is so great a man. If, as we have said above, we are commanded to love our enemies, whom have we to hate? And if again, when injured, we are forbidden to repay the injury, lest we ourselves be equally guilty, whom have we power to hurt? For reflect yourselves on this matter. How often do ye spend your fury on the Christians, partly from your own proper inclinations, partly in obedience to the laws? How often also, passing you by, doth the hostile mob attack us on its own score, with stones and fire? With the very frenzy of bacchanals, they spare not the Christians, even when dead, but they must needs drag them out of the repose of the grave, the sanctuary in some sort of death, and cut and tear them in pieces, no longer that they were, no longer even entire. And yet what retaliation for injury have ye ever marked in men so banded together, so bold in spirit even unto death? Though a single knight might with a few torches work out an ample vengeance, if it were lawful with us that evil should be balanced by evil, but God forbid that the divine character of the sect should be vindicated by human fire, or should grudge to suffer that wherein it is tried. For if we wish to act the avowed enemy, not the secret avenger only, would strength of numbers and forces be wanting to us? The Moors and Marcomans and the Parthians themselves, or any other people, however great, yet a people nevertheless, of one spot, and of their own boundaries, are, I suppose, more numerous than one of the whole world. We are a people of yesterday, and yet we have filled every place belonging to you, cities, islands, castles, towns, assemblies, your very camp, your tribes, companies, palace, senate forum we leave you your temples only we can count your armies our numbers in a single province will be greater for what war should we not be sufficient and ready even though unequal in numbers who so willingly are put to death if it were not in this religion of ours more lawful to be slain than to slay we could fight against you even unarmed and without rebelling but only disagreeing with you by the mere odium of separation 
for if so large a body of men as we were to break away from you into some remote corner of the globe surely the loss of so many citizens of whatever sort they may be would cover your kingdom with shame yea and would punish you by their very desertion of you doubtless ye would tremble at your own desolation at the silence of all things at the death-like stupor of the whole world ye would have to seek whom to govern more enemies would remain to you than citizens for now ye have fewer enemies by reason of the multitude of christians almost all citizens yea having almost all your citizens christians but ye have preferred to call us enemies of the human race and who would snatch you from those hidden foes who are everywhere making havoc of your minds and your bodily health from the inroads i mean of demons which we drive away from you without reward without pay this alone would be enough for our vengeance that you should henceforth lie open a vacant tenement for unclean spirits and now not even thinking of compensation for so great a protection ye have preferred judging as enemies a race not only harmless but even necessary to you who are in truth enemies yet not of men but of their errors wherefore it were meet that this sect should be accounted and that with much more kindly feelings among lawful factions a sect by which no such thing is done as is wont to be apprehended from unlawful factions for if i mistake not the cause of prohibiting factions is to be found in a provident care for the temperate condition of the public lest the state be divided into parties a thing which might easily disquiet your assemblies your councils your courts your public meetings even your public shows by the rival conflicts of party zeal when men had already begun to make a trade of selling and hiring out their services for acts of violence but we who are insensible to all that burning for glory and greatness have no need of banding together nor is anything more foreign to our taste than public affairs we acknowledge one commonwealth of all mankind the world equally do we renounce your spectacles as much as the matters which gave rise to them which we know to be conceived of superstition in that we have got clear of the very things about which these performances are concerned we have no concern in speaking seeing hearing with the madness of the circus with the immodesty of the theatre with the cruelty of the arena with the folly of the wrestling gallery the epicureans were permitted to determine for themselves certain pleasures to be real wherein do we offend you if we take other than yours to be pleasures if we will not know how to be pleased the loss if it be one is ours not yours but we reject those things which please you nor are ye delighted with our pleasures i will now set forth on my own part the employments of the christian society that since i have disproved that which is evil i may shew somewhat that is good if so be i have also unfolded the truth we are a body formed by our joint cognizance of religion by the unity of discipline by the bond of hope we come together in a meeting and a congregation as before god as though we would in one body sue him by our prayers this violence is pleasing unto god we pray also for emperors for their ministers and the powers for the condition of the world for the quiet of all things for the delaying of the end we come together to call the sacred writings to remembrance if so be that the character of the present times compel us either to use admonition or recollection in any thing in any case by these holy words we feed our faith 
raise our hopes establish our confidence nor do we the less strengthen our discipline by inculcating precepts here too are exercised exhortations corrections and godly censure for our judgment also cometh with great weight as of men well assured that they are under the eye of god and it is a very grave forestalling of the judgment to come if any shall have so offended as to be put out of the communion of prayer of the solemn assembly and of all holy fellowship the most approved elders preside over us having obtained this honour not by money but by character for with money is nothing pertaining unto god purchased even if there be with us a sort of treasury no sum is therein collected discreditable to religion as though she were bought every man placeth there a small gift on one day in each month or whensoever he will so he do but will and so he be but able for no man is constrained but contributeth willingly these are as it were the deposits of piety for afterwards they are not dispersed in feasting and in drinking and in disgusting haunts of gluttony but for feeding and burying the poor for boys and girls without money and without parents and for old men new house ridden for the shipwrecked also and for any who in the mines or in the islands or in the prisons become their creeds pensioners so that it be only for the sake of the way of god but it is the exercise of this sort of love which doth with some chiefly brand us with the mark of evil see say they how they love each other for they themselves hate each other and see how ready they are to die for each other for they themselves are more ready to slay each other but whereas we are denoted by the title of the brethren on no other ground as i think do they brand this name than because among themselves every title of consanguinity is from affection falsely assumed but brethren we are even of your own by the law of nature our one mother although ye have but little of the man in you because ye are ill brethren now how much more worthily are they both called and esteemed brethren who acknowledge one father that is god who have drunk of one spirit of holiness who from the one womb of their common ignorance have started at the one light of truth but perchance we are on this account thought to be not true-born brothers because no tragedy noiseth abroad our brotherhood or because we are brethren in our family property which with you mostly dissolveth brotherhood we therefore who are united in mind and soul doubt not about having our possessions in common with us all things are shared promiscuously except our wives in that alone do we part fellowship in which alone others exercise fellowship who not only use their wives of their friends but most patiently also lend to their friends their own according i suppose to the rule of those ancient and exceeding wise men socrates the greek and cato the roman who shared with their friends the wives whom they had married for the sake of having children even elsewhere begotten whether indeed against the will of the wives i know not for what could they care for that chastity which their husbands had so readily resigned o example of attic wisdom and of roman steadiness a philosopher and a censor turned pimp what wonder then if such our love be social for even our little suppers ye revile as extravagant also besides being disgraced by vice it was of us i suppose that the saying of diogenes was spoken quote, 
the Magrians feast as though they were to die tomorrow, and build as though they were never to die. End quote. But each beholdeth the mote in another's eye rather than the beam in his own. The whole air is turned sour with the crude breathings of so many tribes, and curé and decurré. When the sally are about to feast, one must needs lend money for it. Your accomptants will calculate the expenses of the tithes and the feast dedicated to Hercules. For the Apaturian and Bacchanal festivals, and for their Athenian mysteries, a levy of cooks is ordered. At the smoke of the feast of Serapis, the firemen will be aroused. It is the supping room of the Christians alone that men carp at. Our feast sheweth its nature in its name. It is named by the word by which love is among the Greeks. Whatever expense it costeth, expense incurred in the name of piety is a gain. If we aid every poor man by this refreshment, not, according as the parasites among you, aspire to the glory of enslaving their liberty, and, for their hire, filling their bellies in the midst of insults, but, according as with God, more thought is taken for men of low degree. If the cause of the feast be good, judge ye what the rest of the course of our rules is, according to the duties of religion. It alloweth nothing vile, nothing immodest, men sit not down to meat before tasting in the first place of prayer to god they eat as much as hungry men desire they drink as much as is profitable for chaste men they are so filled as men who remember that during the night also they must pray to god they so discourse as those who know that god heareth after that water for the hands and lights are brought according as each is able out of the holy scriptures or of his own mind he is called upon to sing publicly to God. Hence it is proved in what degree he hath drunken. In like manner prayer breaks up the feast. Thence they separate, not into bands for violence, nor into groups for running to and fro, nor for the outbreakings of lasciviousness, but to be as chary as before of modesty and chastity, as men who have fed not so much upon meats as upon instruction in righteousness. This coming together of Christians would deservedly be unlawful if it were like those things which are unlawful, deservedly to be condemned, if it were not at variance with those things which are to be condemned. If any complain of it, on the ground that factious parties are complained of, for whose hurt have we at any time assembled? We are the same when gathered together as when scattered, the same in the mass as single, offending no one, vexing no one. When the honest... When the good come together, when the pious, when the chaste meet, it must not be called a faction, but a court. But on the contrary, the name of faction must be applied to those who are banded together in enmity against the good and the honest, who join together their cry against the blood of the innocent, pretending forsooth, in defense of their enmity, that vain excuse also, that they think the Christians to be the cause of every public calamity of every national ill. If the Tiber cometh up to the walls, if the Nile cometh not up to the fields, if the heaven hath stood still, if the earth hath been moved, if there be any famine, if any pestilence, quote, the Christians to the lion, end quote, is forthwith the word, what, so many to one? Before the age of Tiberius, that is before the coming of Christ, how many calamities, I pray you, afflict the world and the city? We read that Hira, Anaphe, and the islands of Delos, and Rhodes, and Kos were with many thousand men utterly destroyed. 
Even Plato relateth that a land larger than Asia and Africa was snatched away by the Atlantic Ocean. An earthquake, moreover, hath drained the Corinthian Sea, and the force of the waves hath separated Lucania from Italy, and banished it, to bear the name of Sicily. Surely these things could not happen without harm to the inhabitants. But where were, I will not say the Christians the despisers of your gods, but your gods themselves at that time, when the flood overwhelmed the whole world, or, as Plato supposed, the plain country only, for that they were of later date than the catastrophe of the deluge, the very cities bear witness, in which they were born and died, and those also which they founded, for they would not otherwise have remained unto this day, if they themselves also had not been of later date than that catastrophe. Palestine had not yet received that swarm of Jews from Egypt, nor had the seminary of the Christian sect as yet settled there, where the shower of fire burnt up Sodom and Gomorrah, places on its border. The land still smelleth of the burning, and, if any fruits of the trees there struggle into life, so as to be seen by the eyes, nevertheless, when touched, they crumble into ashes. But neither did Tuscany nor Campania complain of the Christians at that early day, when fire was poured over Volsini from heaven, and over Tarpe from its own mountain. No one at Rome as yet worshipped the true God when Hannibal at Cannae, in the slaughter which himself had made, measured out by the bushel the rings of the Romans. All your gods were worshipped by all, when the Sinones seized upon the capital itself. And it is well that when any adverse accident befalleth cities, there hath been the same overthrow of the temples as of the walls, so that I may at once prove against you that the evil cometh not from the gods, because it cometh upon themselves as well as others. Mankind hath even deserved ill of God, first in that they were undutiful towards him, whom though they knew in part, they not only sought not after him to fear him, but devised for themselves others besides to worship them, next because, by not seeking after the teacher of good and the judge and avenger of evil, they grew in all trespasses and sins. But if they had sought after him, it followed of necessity that whom they sought they should know, and whom they knew, honor, and whom they honored, find rather propitious than wrathful. They ought therefore to know that the same God is now also angry with them, who is ever so in times past, before that any bore the name of Christians. He, whose good gifts produced before they devised gods for themselves, they enjoyed. Why can they not understand that evils also come from him, whose they perceived not that the good things were? To him they are amenable, to whom also they are ungrateful. And yet if we compare the former catastrophes, lighter evils now occur, since the world hath received the Christians from God. For from that time their innocence hath tempered the wickednesses of the age, and they have begun to be intercessors with God. Finally, when summer hindereth winter of its showers, and the year is in anxious plight, ye indeed, daily fed to the full, and about forthwith to dine, with your baths, and your taverns, and your brothels, all at work, Offer to Jupiter sacrifices for rain, order your people to go barefoot, seek heaven in the capital, look for clouds from your ceilings, turning yourselves away from God himself and from heaven. But we, dried up with fasting, and pinched by every sort of abstinence, kept from every enjoyment of life, prostrating ourselves in sackcloth and ashes, put heaven to shame by our importunity, touch God, and when we have painfully obtained mercy, Jupiter is honored by you, God neglected.
End of Apology of Tertullian, Section 8